Pink Floyd to get the podcast started. Southeast Third, your host, Aaron Rollins. We're live and ad-free once again. Snap. Back into it. Here we go. Ugh, I'm driving into traffic as I try to get home. So getting right to it, I uh, <laughs> I rolled the dice with work. Um, this is not, nobody was upset or anything. They just had to you know play it by the book and say, look, you came in late. I have to dock you for that time. All right, yeah, not a big deal. I overslept, and I was like, you know, I don't see if they even miss me. Well, they did miss me. They did. wasn't even 8.30. They're calling me. It's like, hey, where are you? Like, oh, I overslept. And, uh, yeah, I just didn't want to get up. I was like, well, I could call in sick. And, you know, I should have just told them, hey, I need to take sick leave um, for, like, the next couple of hours. I should have done that, but I didn't. The good thing about working for uh, federal government is all the types of ways that you can get out of work. It is incredible. I remember when I was working private, uh, privately owned business, I was in uh, labor and production. And I've talked about this job and how much I hated it. And Evans Enterprises was not a good experience for me. And, you know, you, you can't knock the entire company for your bad experience um, however, I'm positive if you try to uh, go digging into that company, you'll find a lot of negative reviews on employee experience. And I tried, you know, passing that on to different HR people. And the, what was funny is when I talked to the HR person while I was there, she was like, yeah, this isn't the first I've heard about this place. I'm like, motherfucker. And, you know, because these folks make so much fucking money, they ain't going to get rid of them. But it don't matter. All that's water on the bridge now. The guy that was uh, giving everybody shit ended up going to Oklahoma. It's like, well, he came in and made waves and caused a stir. And the boss didn't care because it wasn't hurt production. So <laughs> it didn't matter to him. Um, anyway, so all that to say, oh, damn it. Sorry. Uh, vibration on the phone. Uh, what was I saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that to say, when working private sector, man, if you didn't have paid time off, your ass wasn't getting out of work or if you did get out of work you weren't getting paid you weren't getting paid um over here you know since i'm 30 percent service connected for my knee and for my hearing i've talked about this i got like 100 hours for that and you get what's called care and bereavement i think it was 100 hours for that too it was like 13 days so you know with my mom she's legit got health problems if i want to use her as a scapegoat it's like hey my mom's ankles acting up i'm gonna go uh help her out I can do that. Yeah, if I want to take uh, FMLA, which is the federal uh, or, uh, medical, medical and family leave, or man, I don't remember what the fucking acronym stands for, but you can uh, request sick FMLA, and even if you don't have sick hours, you won't get paid, but you can still get get out of work and not have it count against you. You know, as long as you do it the correct policy way. They can't hold that against you when it comes time for your uh, review. So they can't, like, cut you down a pay grade or keep you from getting moved up just because you've been taken off work. So you can be an awesome employee. You get all your work done. But you call in to work a lot. You can still get promoted up, you know, as long as you kiss the right ass. Man, look at these people driving stupid. God, Texas, what is wrong with your drivers? People don't blinker. People shoot off in front of somebody with less than, like, 10 feet between the cars, you know, they're driving over the speed limit, weaving in and out of traffic. Like, this this is unnecessary. Get it together. Get it together. That's all I'm going to say. I've, I've seen enough wrecks on the road. I've seen enough trash on the road. 
fuck, what is wrong with the drivers out here? It's not that serious. You know, unless your person's dying and you're not even going to the, towards the hospital, so I know that ain't the case. Unless somebody's dying, there ain't no read, need for that kind of driving. That's kind of been my attitude for a while is like if somebody's not dying, then I don't need to worry. It's not a big deal. Someone's not dying today. I can, I'll be all right. And so will everybody else. So I hope you can get that way too with your life. If work is trying to breathe down your neck and give you some shit, is anybody dying? Is anyone going to die? All right. Suck it up and take a breath. You're going to be fine. No need to stress over this stuff just because somebody that has an authority or a leadership role says it's a big deal. Shit. So there's a a lady, and I've talked about her, who's uh, very emotional, very... uh, volatile when it comes to the workplace she'll she'll snap and lose her temper or start crying in a heartbeat and apparently she's got a reputation because today I wasn't even working in the same building and people knew about her and apparently there's there's more than just her that has a reputation there's other people that are known for being bitchy and trying to be uh, rude and bossy and mean and I'm like you know my my meter is full now I, I don't have to have this job I can work anywhere else while I'm going to school. Because now at least I'm in school. I don't have to worry about... <clears throat> what is it? Um, about not having anything to do in, in my apartment or my, my car getting fucked up because I don't have any money. You know, I'm, I'm not worried about that no more. I'm in school. Once school is done, I move on to the next part of my life. Everything around that is just support. It's just, uh, you know, ancillary. Ancillary ancillary excuse me um so fuck man if the job is not that necessary for me um if i want to go work at bucky's and make 18 an hour that's more than what i make now now that's that's the you know base pay not the uh with the bonuses and stuff it's another thing about working government job they got a lot of fucking bonuses so that's how those nurses make over a hundred thousand a year i don't know if i talked about that i think i have um some of them, you know, they'll pull 105, 110 just being an, an ER nurse. And technically, that's not an ER, it's an urgent care, but you get what I mean. I mean, we've had people die in there, and I don't, I can't remember the last time somebody died in an urgent care. So, anyway, um, they, they make a shitload of money. I mean, I, I don't think they're making as much money now because a lot of the bonuses from working around COVID went away. Um, the what you call it the uh the the risk of transmission in this area is pretty low so um that's why they're not giving that bonus out no more but i remember when i came in you know i was at the tail end of all those bonuses and i i didn't expect to get them but it would have been nice if i did but no i didn't didn't get nothing i didn't get nothing (laughs) even though i worked through the covid pandemic no bonus but uh i did get bonus pay for working on the evening shift so for those that don't know, if you're looking for federal jobs, um, don't work where I work because it's shit. But if you want to work for like uh, federal wildlife or park or I don't know, maybe the goddamn IRS, if that's your thing, um, work in the evenings is great because it's from six to midnight. You get extra pay, and I think for me it goes from seventeen to twenty-two, so it's around four bucks that I get extra. Dude, that's awesome. Um, and then there's a premium that's even more money 
Uh, that's what I get for working on Saturday and Sunday and Christmas and holidays. Um, the shit about that though is it's like discounts. You can't stack them. You can't stack your premium because it's a weekend and your evening or your premium because it's a weekend and your holiday. You know, it's just one flat bonus all the way out. And that's, it's still okay with me, man, because with the bonuses, I'm pulling down like 38,000. Um, yeah, that's still a lot less than what I had, but I'm not worried or stressed out nowhere near as much as I was, man. You know, all, all this drama that's been going between the different workers I've got, uh, somebody's pissed at someone else or someone's been nagging at other employees and they don't like her or whatever. I'm like, I don't care. Dude, just give me my work to do. Let me do my work and let me go home. Because I'm not involved with no controversial decisions. I don't have to listen to somebody's attitude about the work I'm doing. I just do my job and leave. <laughs> I don't need overtime. I don't need mandates. In fact, I don't think they can mandate me. And I look I, I look back and after talking to some people during my, my training phase, I'm like, I should have talked to a union rep when I first got hired on. But nah, that didn't happen. So it's been too late now. All that shit's water under the bridge. Just like my deductible on my insurance is water under the bridge. I was so frustrated with that. I'm like, damn it. All that money I spent on my insurance plan that, you know, I never got to fucking use when I first hired on because it took them forever to get my um, insurance processed. Uh, now i got to start over with the deductible because it's a new year. I was going to be pissed if I was going to have to start over with my deductible because it's a new plan. Um that was going to upset me. It's like, no, there ain't no reason for y'all to make me a new plan, but it's a new year and, and, you know, whatever. It don't matter. None of this matters. The good news is I've got health insurance again to the private sector. Um, I've been getting some decent VA care. I'm, I'm cool with that. That's great. I just, I feel like I need a second opinion, especially when it comes to my knee. And I, I kind of want to start getting some stuff fixed with my eye. I've got an astigmatism in my right eye and it's kind of funky. So, um, hopefully get that taken care of. Uh, mom is back home with her dog. I don't have to worry about the drama the dog was causing for my lady. And, you know, I was really hard on her about that. And that really hurt my feelings that she wasn't cool with the dog. But I thought the dog was cool. He's like my little buddy, like a little brother or something like that. Um, Shane will argue, dogs are not humans. Humans are, are a higher life form. I'm not arguing that. I'm just like, I had an emotional attachment to the dog. He was great. He was fun to play with, and he was a good lap dog, a good companion dog. But she didn't like his bad breath or him stinking up the house or, you know, rolling around all over everything. And to, to, to me, that's actually kind of fair because, one, he had bad teeth. My mom never fucking brushed him. And, two, um, she, she grew up with outside dogs. So the dog's... You know, they, they were in the house on occasion, like when the weather was bad or they just wanted to have the dog in the house for a little while. But they always went back outside. And maybe, I don't know, maybe I'll get a dog breed that can be outside and then live outside and, you know, come in the house every once in a while, too. I don't I don't need a house pet. I can be fine with an outdoor pet, like a Rottweiler. Um, I've been wanting a Rottweiler forever. Josh and, and my sister, they got one. Um, he's getting huge, man. He's getting big already. I don't like the way that they're raising him. Um, he's he's not like a buddy pet. And they got this pet for their kid. When kids get pets, it needs to be a buddy pet. Like, they can be a companion, but, you know, kids are all about being affectionate to animals, playing with animals, enjoying that time where the animal is kind of like them, playful, energetic, wants to run around. 
But man, when he starts like scratching and biting, because he scratched the shit out of uh, my dad when my dad was over there, uh, Josh gets like physical and smacks him, kicks him, moves him around. Um, I don't mean like he's booting the dog, but he's like, you know, get back, stop doing that. And I think I think he's gonna catch on pretty quick. You know, Josh isn't like breaking his bones or nothing, but he's hitting him enough for him to be like, oh, sorry, I won't do it again. You know, and I, I think there's there's some there's some wisdom to that because these dogs. And y'all are going to be like, animal cruelty, animal cruelty. But these these dogs, uh, the Rottweiler has the strongest bite per square inch out of all domestic breeds. So take take keep that in mind when you're thinking about don't hit the dog. You need to keep that dog in check. That dog is an animal. And, and even though they've been domesticated over hundreds of years, that doesn't matter. They still have the DNA of a wolf in them. And if they want to fucking lose their mind and kill you, they can uh, Cujo, the fucking story, it, it's, it's, I know it's a fiction, but those fucking dogs do that shit in real life. You know, they'll bite you in the face, they'll bite your hand, they'll, they'll bite you in the neck, they'll bite you wherever. They don't fucking get how they, they can kill you, they just attack. Um, and sometimes rough play becomes a little bit more rough and they don't, the dogs don't understand that they, you know, cause some irreparable damage if they scratch your fucking eye out or, you know, cut you open and you gotta go get stitches. Um, dad bled, bled pretty good from that dog scratching the shit out of him. And, you know, I, I understand why Josh is doing what he's doing. I just, I don't like that. I don't like hitting him that hard. Um, of course, I've hit dogs in the past, but I'm not, like, balling up a fist and punching them or kicking them with a boot. But, you know, I slap them with a newspaper or, or pat them on the, the, the backside or tap them on their snout. You know, you, you got to get their attention. Um, I think I read somewhere that the dog, most intelligent dogs... I have the same brain capacity as like a two-year-old child. I uh, don't know how accurate that is. Don't quote me on it. But, you know, you get the understanding that, yes, they, they have thoughts. They have dreams. They make decisions. Um, it's not like they're, I don't know, uh, what's a creature? Like a fish. They're not like a fish where all they care about is getting to the next meal and dodging a predator and mating. You know, that's not the only thoughts that they have. They they show affection. They they mourn the loss of a partner. Um, you know, they're they're more complicated uh, pets, um, and they can be great companions, especially if you train them right. So, you know, uh, public announcement for all those people considering a dog: make sure you train them correctly. There are plenty of ways to get them trained. But you know, it's I throw him Josh out there, and I'm kind of blowing him up right now. And I don't mean to, Josh. Hope you don't get pissed at me. But um, I, I've known people that have trained dogs. Uh, I knew this guy I went to school with, uh, Boland. Boland, was that his name? I think his last name was Boland. Anyway, so he uh, he trained military service dogs, and he had his own pair of dogs. They were Vishlas. Um, they still shed. Uh, they're supposed to be like a very hygienic dog. Um, these dogs, you know, shed quite a bit. But they're, they're still clean. They don't stink as bad, and uh, they don't, you know, like piss and shit all over the house. They'll still leave like little bitty hairs because that's their kind of coat they have. It's really tiny, and so you can see it if you got certain furniture. But overall, they're they're really nice dogs to have. And um, I remember when they would act up, he would fucking smack the shit out of them. Bop. <laughs> uh, and he wasn't fucking around with those animals. And anyway, um, what else was I saying? So if you got you got dogs, man, please take care of them. Don't uh, don't treat them like shit because they'll take care of you. When that fucking Rottweiler gets big enough, dude, ain't nobody gonna fuck with that house. Cause uh, with this with this dog, he's probably gonna be like a hundred pounds. 
maybe maybe 110. They're talking about him getting even bigger than that. I don't, I don't see that happening, but I could be wrong. Um, you know, I'm not a veterinarian or some shit, but anyway, so his his paws are big. He's he's not even a year old and he's big. So when he gets the full size and he can, you know, bite and attack, I'm pretty sure Josh is going to get him some sort of training. But if somebody steps in that yard that ain't supposed to be there, they're going to get their fucking asshole ate. <laughs> That's what a, a Rottweiler can do for you. But you gotta, you gotta, what's the word? You gotta channel, you gotta target that aggression. You can't just let them take it out on you, you know? These animals will try to be dominant over you. And uh, some people are like, no, nah, there's no way. Yeah, it is possible. It's definitely possible. When dogs start start pissing all over your house, yeah, they're trying to dominate you. You know, they're trying to, sh- to mark their territory and say, this is my spot. And you can't make me do anything that I don't want to do. I don't want to piss outside. I'll piss inside. I'll piss wherever I want. I'll piss on your your bed. I'll piss on your um, your bathroom floor. I'll, I'll piss on your clothes or your furniture. I don't give a damn, you know. But and and when they're elderly, sometimes they just you know they lose that cognitive ability. They they age a lot faster than people, but they still age, and you know they'll they'll forget about their uh, house manners and shit, or or maybe they just can't control their bladder, you know, just like people, just like people do. So. But when they're younger, you know, they're they're more driven by those urges to to be the alpha or to um, or maybe they're skittish like mom's dog was super skittish. So if he didn't want to uh, be outside with the firecrackers going off, he'd go hide under the bed. And I'm telling you, man, when they get scared, dogs will do some crazy shit. So we had this dog, uh, Ringo. Ringo was a rat terrier. I got him off of my English teacher. I, I guess I was just trying to impress her because she was cute back then. Um Shannon, yeah, Shannon Bell, Shannon Bell, Austin Bell, and Aaron Bell's mom. Uh, she whipped the shit out of Aaron Bell one time during class, and we were all like very uncomfortable with having to hear it because we. She took him in the teachers' lounge, which was right next to the English class we were in, and we could hear it all go down. She was fucking on his ass. Um, it was bad. Anyway, so she was trying to give her dog away, and I don't know what prompted her to ask the class if they could take on a dog, but I said, "Yeah, I'll do it. Let me talk to my mom." And she's like, oh, great. Thank you so much. I think I wanted to like squeeze in some po- extra points on a grade or some shit. But that, that didn't fucking happen. She, she just wanted to get rid of the damn dog. So anyway, um, this was a fucking nightmare to get this dog. Once I got him and me and him became cool, he was cool with me. But he wasn't cool with nobody else. And in, in order to get to that point, um, I don't remember what I brought up to mom and Shane and Brittany, but I did ask mom, I was like, mom, can I have a dog? There's somebody trying to give it away for free. And I think she agreed to it. And, um, you know, what it, what kind of breed is it? It's a rat terrier. Rat terriers kind of look like, and I'm not saying exactly, but they kind of look like, um, the Jack Russell terrier, the wishbone dog, except more, more, more chihuahua. So, okay. How do I put this correctly? It's like a bigger chihuahua. You know, kind of a thicker body. Um, they got the similar head, uh, but it's got like a rat terrier, you know, skin or fur. You know, short, bristly. Anyway, so this one, you know, had some some spotting on him. He was white, black, brown. And on his head, he had a ring spot. So that's why they called him Ringo. And um, ta-da, yeah, surprise, a fucking prize, right? So uh, we go to pick him up, me, my mom, and I can't remember who else. And uh, he's in their little uh, patio room, their sunroom or whatever it's called. And he's jumping up at the window, just barking, just losing his damn mind. And um, that should have been a red flag from the jump, but we didn't think nothing about it. And so uh, Shannon is like, okay, just be careful. Don't let him, you know, try to bite at you now. But 
He's he's a little scared of new people, but he, I'm sure he'll come around. So thank you for taking him. He's doing me a huge favor. So we finally got him in our car, and he's just hitting the floorboard, just shaking, just looking at all of us. He was probably scared out of his mind. Who are these strange people loading me up in his vehicle? Where are we going? Are they going to hurt me? Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so we couldn't get him out of the car. He, he would not move. He wouldn't move. And, you know, I remember trying to reach in and grab him, and he started growling. He snapped at me a couple times. I was like, okay, I can't do this. So somebody decided to call our cousin, Brandy. And Brandy came over, and she's dealt with wild animals her whole fucking life. Pigs, hens, horses. She knew exactly what to do. She got some heavy-duty gloves on. She reached in there, and she snatched him up by his neck. So when she grabbed him, he started to shit all over the car. It was disgusting. He was so fucking scared that all he could think to do was to bite, attack, piss, and shit. And hopefully this person trying to grab him would leave him alone. Well, when once we did that, then we got him into the house. As soon as Brandy got him in the house and put him on the ground, he ran to a dark place and hid. It turned out to be a closet. So once he ran into the closet, um, he was there for a little while while we cleaned up the dog shit that was all over the car. And uh, did that, and then I came back in to find him, and um, I spent some time with him, got him to calm down. He started to lick my hand a little bit, and then we were cool. But he could, he didn't fuck with nobody else, man. Like my brother would try to play with him, um, and and get him to, you know, play back. But Ringo's whole thing is he was trying to bite him, and his mouth was so small, and my my brother's forearm was so big that he couldn't actually bite him. He was just like teething him, and <laughs> he'd be over there, just like growling and, and gnawing on him a little bit. And uh, my brother would just be laughing, he's like, ha, ha, you can't bite me. <laughs> He did bite one of my friends, though. Fucking Dylan Schmidt. He just walked in the house. Um, you know, and my friends were always coming and going. Coming in the house and just leaving whenever the fuck they wanted. Eating our food, drinking our drinks. And uh, Dylan just walked in the house one day. And he's like, hey, what's up, Aaron? And uh, the dog just walks up. was like, oh, hey, Dylan. And he just like, Arp! and then walks off. He's like, hey, your dog just bit me. He's like, no, he didn't. He's like, yeah, he just bit me on the leg. <laughs> uh, sorry, motherfucker. <laughs> Anyway, he got out one day and ran, and I looked for him. Man, I got on my bike, and I looked for him for like six hours. Never found him. And somebody ended up picking him up over by the fire station. Um, so about a block uh, down and to our right of the house, there was a volunteer fire department. And so I think somebody picked him up over there. And they they kept him. They gave him a good home. I remember, uh, I don't know how I found out that they took him. I think I saw him over there one day, and I, I got him to come up to me, and I... I was loving on him a little bit. I was like, hey, did, did, uh, is this your dog? And, you know, I talked to the family. He's like, yeah, we found him about a couple weeks ago. I was like, oh, okay. I'm so glad you had him. He ran away from us. And so, anyway, that happened. That was the story of a lot of our dogs. And I, I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast or not, but um, the dogs either got killed, ran away, or got stolen. And that was the that was the norm. If you if you got a dog adopt, or excuse me, if you were a dog and you were adopted by the Rollins family in the nineties, it was pretty much a death sentence. <laughs> Sad to say. I mean, sorry for all those dogs. R.I.P. Spike and uh, Honey Bun, um, Rocky, Goliath. Uh, who else died while we had them? Um, fuck. There's another dog. Uh, Nikita. She was a Scottish Terrier. Um, sport, sport. I don't know what happened to sport. Sport was a Scottish Terrier. I think we had three. We had three and Bandit. Bandit was a Scottish Terrier. I don't know what fucking happened to him. Nikita died because he got sick as fuck. I think it was Parvo, but anyway, all that to say, I'm just bashing the, the Rollins. I'm just bashing everybody on the podcast today. I'm not doing that on purpose. I'm just trying to, you know, be transparent here. 
talk about why we shouldn't have had fucking dogs as kids because they all they all got fucked up. Um, but mom has had much improvement in her late forties and fifties. Um, the dog she's had, she's got now Brazos. She's had him for almost 10 years. The dog she had before that, that was almost 10 years. So that's about 18 years. I want to say 17 to 18 years of having two dogs. That's not bad. So, um, hell, my, my brother had his dogs for over a decade. I think it was like 15 for one of them. So that's good. It gave them a good life while they could. I mean, that's all you can do for these animals, man. All you can do is just try to give them the best life you can. They didn't ask for anybody to take them in. You know, you decide to take them in. You need to decide to give them a decent life and not fucking abandon them to a kill shelter when they're elderly. <laughs> All right. With that, I've got to go. Please, y'all take care of yourselves. I got some Ricola cough drops, man. Some prime grade A cough drops cough drops here that I'm going to suck on down. Honey lemon um, flavor is the name of it. Ricola Honey lemon. So I'm about to get down on that uh, and hopefully feel better tomorrow and get caught up on some of the schoolwork I'm behind on. Fuck, I'm behind. I'm fucking behind. Anyway, y'all take care of yourselves. Drink some more water. Get your shots. This has been Aaron Rollins, your host, live and ad-free on Southeast 3rd. I'm signing off.